All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss welcome in to daily face off live your go-to source for everything hockey live every weekday at noon eastern what's up everybody welcome into a friday november 18th edition of daily face off live we're streaming live on Twitter, YouTube, as well as, of course, dailyfaceoff.com. He is our Daily Faceoff managing editor and senior writer, Matt Larkin. Matt, what's up, buddy? I'm feeling pretty good, Frank. I'm enjoying the snowy landscape outside. The novelty has not worn off yet when you get that first snowfall. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energetic for you today, buddy. <laughs> I was in Toronto on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it was slushy and gross and a general pain in the arse to get around. And I was like, I cannot wait to get back home where there is no snow. So uh, enjoy that, sir. Let's throw two minutes and 30 seconds up on the clock and let's drop the puck with this. The binary St. Louis Blues win streak or losing streak. And that's it. That's all they know. Win three to start the season, lose eight in a row. And they have now gotten back to level ground at a solid eight and eight after a five game winning streak. Wow, where do you go with this St. Louis Blues team, Matt? It's unbelievable to see this type of swing. And I'm sure it's emotional for the players as well. They were questioning themselves big time, looking like they needed a spark of some kind. Doug Armstrong, their GM, came out and flogged the team at a certain point. What do you make of the St. Louis Blues who are suddenly right back in the thick of things in the Central Division? Well, I think this team will be questioning itself again very soon. Uh, We know, of course, I called this team a paper tiger going into the season. They were very poor defensively last year. It was Vili Husso masking a lot of those problems. They had a great power play. They lost their power play specialist, David Perron, 
So I had them as my sort of bust team of the year. Now we see on paper, it appears like the Blues are back. The Blues are not back, Frank. If you look at the start of that winning streak, November 9th, since that time, which team has allowed the most scoring chances in the NHL? The St. Louis Blues. This team is still terrible defensively. They were outshot 51-24 in their last win. What has happened here, Frank, is just goaltending. It's Thomas Grice getting hot. It's Jordan Binnington getting hot. This is the same team. The Blues are porous defensively, and these tendencies will come back to bite them. There is another losing streak coming. It's amazing because you look at their stats here. Both their goalies above 900 save percentage. Maybe it's based on the pure volume of shots that they're getting. The You'd call it the John Gibson effect from the Anaheim Ducks over the last number of years. His save percentage is always high because he was seeing a ton of rubber in Anaheim. But in this case, what's your verdict on where the Blues go? I'm guessing by the fact that you called them a paper tiger and saying that they're the same team that you don't see the Blues as a playoff team. I do. I think that they're going to find a way to get in. I think they have too much talent not to. Yeah, I think their forward depth is still strong. And if you look at the results during this winning streak, they're also generating some good quality chances. So I think they're back to kind of the fire wagon hockey that they were playing last season. So I do think this team could hover around 500. I don't think they're a terrible team by any means, but I do think if you look at the defense core in particular, Doug Armstrong, he just did not add to that group. Resigning Nick Letty, who actually had some pretty poor results in the playoffs, I don't think was a good idea. And I just think this team is going to be trading chances. A lot of track meets, I think, are in their future. It's amazing to see some of the streaks in the NHL. We talked about how streaky the Blues are. We've been going streaking all season long. The New Jersey Devils have their second best winning streak in franchise history after hitting 11 games with their win over the Leafs on Thursday night. The Boston Bruins have won 10 in a row at home to open their season. Go up and down the NHL standings. There's some kind of impressive streak or skid somewhere that's been going on all season long through these first six weeks of the year. Let's talk about what happened in Florida on Thursday night. A bit of a scary injury and sequence for Scott Wedgwood from the Dallas Stars. He made two really good saves on Anton Lindell on a breakaway. And all of a sudden you saw Scott Wedgwood reach as he's reaching behind his back to try and make that save and keep it out of the net. He starts reaching for his back, as you can see there. He's sort of twisted like a pretzel. And all of a sudden, he sort of rolled over onto his back and couldn't move. He couldn't get up and needed to be carted off the ice on a stretcher, a very strange sequence. And just wanted to highlight you know, how difficult that was probably for the stars to process, but also wanted to highlight your story that you wrote earlier this week. This is yet another goaltender going down with what appears to be uh, a somewhat significant injury. Marc-Andre Fleury went down earlier this week. It's like one big-name goalie is going down every week this season to this point, and you caught up with a few of the you know brightest minds in the goaltending world, including Grant Fuhrer, Jamie McLennan, and Steve Valaket. So they had some theories, and, and you put them to the test of why have there been so many injuries for goalies this year? What'd you, what one stands out for you the most? I think if you look at the injury to Scott Wedgwood, as well as the one that happened to Mackenzie Blackwood, even Matt Murray earlier this season, those are non-contact injuries. And, and Grant Fuhr was pointing out to me, the game in his mind was still dangerous 20 years ago, but it was more because you're getting run in your crease. Now you're seeing these goalies go down, barely looking like they're getting touched because it's the technique that is causing a lot of these injuries. And it's the prevalence of the reverse VH. It's hard to explain verbally, but it's when you're up against the post on a short side, instead of your pad being vertical, 
your pad is horizontal. And if you ever try that position, it's extremely uncomfortable for the knee and the hip. And it has become the dominant form because Sergei Bobrovsky perfected it in 2012-13, his Vezina Trophy winning season. And goalies are copycats. Goalie schools are copycats. Everyone wants to copy whatever the dominant goaltender in the game is doing. That is being taught everywhere. And it's leading to so many more injuries because you're loading up on your knee. You're loading up on your hip, especially larger goaltenders. And most goaltenders are these big 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", kinds of guys. And you're seeing just goalies, their hips, their bodies are wearing out a lot quicker right now. To me, that's the number one problem that's causing a lot of these non-contact injuries. Make, makes sense. Um, wanted to point out too and, and pass along that Scott Wedgwood appears to be doing fine. I don't think he was actually transported to the hospital. Basically what happened was it was a giant back spasm. His back essentially seized up to the point where he couldn't just get off and skate off under his own power. He's been receiving treatment from the Dallas Stars and hope to see Scott Wedgwood back soon. Let's talk about the big what if. And just wanted to pose this to you. Let's have a little fun on a Friday. What if the Washington Capitals are no good and aren't able to make the playoffs? What do you do? What's the first thing you would be doing if you're GM Brian McClellan this season for a team that last missed the playoffs in 2014 has had a ton of injuries this season, including some major pieces out. Tom Wilson still with that ACL, TJ Oshie out long term, Nicholas Backstrom out long term, Connor Brown done for the season, Carl Hagelin may never play again. There's a lot to unpack there, but this is a Caps team that's sort of a lot like Pittsburgh has guys mostly locked in, at least in terms of some of their aging players and stars. What would you do first? I love this question, Frank. It's it's a fun sandbox to play in, and I do think it's something that Brian McClellan's going to have to consider. This is the second oldest team in the NHL. We know their contention window is sort of starting to close. They don't have a really strong farm system. It's the symptom of your success, of course. They don't have elite prospects. They need to start building it for the future. And I do think there actually is some flexibility with this roster because they have some intriguing expiring contracts. Look at someone like Lars Eller. That's a third-line center that could help a lot of contending teams. And on defense, of course, you have Nick Jensen, who I think is one of the most underrated shutdown guys in the league. He's a pending UFA. You have Trevor Van Riemsdyk. So those are sort of the appetizers, okay? But if I'm Brian McClellan, I think you got to chum the water with Tom Wilson. You have two years left on his contract, including this one. He's coming back from the ACL soon. 5.1 million, give or take, is, is the cap hit there. And this is a player, if you're looking long-term, if you're Washington, that is a type of position, a power forward that does not age well. You look at players like David Backus, Wayne Simmons, their play fell off a cliff as they hit 30. And I don't think it's a bad idea to consider selling off Tom Wilson instead of trying to re-sign him. And to me, there would be a lineup out the door because he is a unicorn. He's someone who can play in your top six, but he's got that nasty skill set. So if he comes back, if he looks good for a month or two coming off the ACL injury, I think you got to put him out there, put him on the block, and you will get tons of offers for Tom Wilson. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned Wilson, and I agree wholeheartedly. The guy I was thinking you might go after is Evgeny Kuznetsov. Would you potentially make that type of move, given where the Caps have been, given their apparent frustration for him at varying points in his career? Seems like he's certainly got his game together a bit and is certainly a much more dangerous player going back to last season and a huge bounce-back year. But I wonder with Tom Wilson, would you be selling at his absolute lowest, given that, yes, he is a unicorn, and yes, the contract is manageable. He's a guy you can pencil in for 20 to 25 and 45 to 50 points every year. But coming off such a major injury like the ACL, wouldn't you have wanted to do this previously? 
Yeah, it's a fair question. I considered that as well. And that's why I said you need to give him some time back in the lineup. I think teams would want to see him for a month or two, make sure he's looking good. Because obviously, when you play that style, it might take time to get your feet again and be willing to throw your weight around the way he does. So if he looks like himself after a month or two, then I think you, you sort of put him on the block. And there are just so many contending teams out there that don't have a Tom Wilson. They have heavy in the bottom six. It's not the same as having heavy in the top six, playing bigger minutes with physicality. I look at the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Carolina Hurricanes. Those are two teams that, of course, fashion themselves as contenders who need to get a lot heavier, I think, in the top six. A fascinating what if, and keep in mind, too, as you mentioned, the flexibility. The Washington Capitals, including some of their guys that are filling in in the lineup, have 16 pending free agents at the end of this season, either restricted or of the unrestricted variety. Let's get to our Friday new tradition, and that is... Buy a beer. Who are you buying a beer for this week, Matt? Well, the first couple editions of this segment, it was sort of a drowning the sorrows kind of beer, passing over a pint to Bruce Boudreaux, stuff like that. This time it's going to be a celebratory beer on a Friday. I want to raise a glass and toast Eric Carlson. Having a magical season, he's on pace for 47 goals, 121 points. This is Paul Coffey, Bobby Orr type stuff. He's reviving his career. And I think it's just nice to see for someone who's had a rough time in San Jose, he's missed, I think it's 27% of the games before this season since he became a Shark. He had part of his ankle rebuilt in 2017. It seemed like his peak was over. He was left for dead. And he's back. It's been fun to see him turning back the clock. Yeah, it certainly has. Uh, you look at the NHL stat leaders on this Friday, November 18th, and the only player in the National Hockey League with more points than Eric Carlson is Connor McDavid. That's it. That's the list. This week, I'm buying a beer for Rhett Warner of Barnburner, former NHL player with the Calgary Flames and the Buffalo Sabres. I joined Barnburner. You can watch uh, our Calgary flagship show uh, every day, Monday to Friday at 12 noon Mountain Time. And you look at it, and it's one of those things where I say, Rhett, he's a huge, he lives in Buffalo, big Bills fan. I said, Rhett, four to six feet of snow this week. There's zero chance he's playing, and he still wanted to bet anyway. I'll bet Frank a bottle of whatever whiskey he's always drinking on the road. I'll 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 buy I'll pay for his next road trip booze. Whiskey shots on the show next week. There we go. How about this? I just got in a new bottle of uh Weller. I'm a weeded bourbon guy and I got a six pack. I will send you one if this game is played this weekend in Buffalo. So the tickets I just bought, you're thinking so have you looked at the forecast? Snow's stopping on Saturday. It's 46 feet of snow, not inches, not centimeters, feet. We had six feet in one afternoon here once. Like This is nothing. This is spread out of over like 36 to 48 hours. We got all kinds of time to clear this crap. <laughs> I just want to let you know, Rhett, that bet lasted exactly four to six hours before Adam Schefter came in and alerted everyone that the Bills game supposed to be played in Buffalo is being moved to Detroit. I'll take whatever you're sending my way. Rhett responded to my tweet today and said he will fax me a check. Okay. Anyway, uh, fun times with Barnburner, the Barnburner guys, Rhett, Boomer, and of course, uh, Pinder as well. So check those guys out on Barnburner if you have not already. Fun times to be had on that show every single day. Let's get to one of our other big guys in the Nation Network family, Nick Alberga. 
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. That's right, please to welcome back to Daily Faceoff Live for some fantasy talk Nick Alberga. Uh, this edition is delivered by DoorDash, and you can catch Nick every day, Monday to Friday, on Leafs Morning Take that precedes our show here every morning on YouTube. And you can catch Nick's work at theleafsnation.ca as well. Nick, uh, great to have you back. Let's talk a little fantasy puck. And we were just talking goalie injuries. Mark Andre Fleury goes down. Doesn't seem like he's going to be out very long term. But if you had Mark Andre Fleury, the flower on your team, who are some goalies that owners can pivot to in the short term? So you guys are big voices in hockey, and it's great to be with you once again. We need a goaltending summit. Um, let's get Mike McKenna in this conversation, too. These guys are going down like flies, and I think in fantasy hockey, it is difficult to navigate right now. We're certainly long removed from the Martin Berdur days where you're drafting him in the first round. You know he's playing 70, 75 games per season. So to answer your question, Flurry's down. I think the Wild, quite frankly, trolled the entire fantasy community by calling up Zane McIntyre instead of Jesper Wallstead. We're still waiting for his debut in the National Hockey League. But I think you're looking externally. You just look at Philip Gustafson last night. I think the Wild are in trouble without Marc-Andre Fleury. Starters five goals on 31 in that loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins, who have been struggling as of late. So I would look externally. Martin Jones has won four of six. Stuart Skinner with the Oilers, uh, the tandem they have in Carolina right now with Antti Ranta and Pyotr Kachetkov. And uh, even James Reimer has been much better as of late. Not so much last night, but he's providing a bit of fantasy value too. Nick, I wanted to ask you about the, the nightmare in Columbus right now, just one injury <laughs> after another. And of course, we lose Patrick Liney to that fluky ankle sprain after he collides with Cole Sillinger. He already missed time with the elbow sprain early in the season. And the production wasn't great when he was in the lineup, just a couple goals. But of course, if you drafted him, you were counting on, I think, 30, maybe 40 playing with Johnny Gaudreau. So you do yeah. need to replace that theoretical production. If you are a line A owner, where are you looking on the wire right now for goals and shots? So firstly, Matt, I was laughing at your response and our weekly mailbag is coming out for a daily face-off momentarily here. And your response to who fills in for Jake Bean, who's now injured on the back end, you're like some guy named Marcus Bjork. But I'm I'm right there with you. I don't know much about this guy, but he strikes me as Miko Lettinen 2.0, if you know what I'm saying. 
As for line A replacements, Emil Bemstrom, I guess from a DFS point of view, that's probably as far as I would go. I'm not picking him up. I don't care if there's the exposure to good Rowan Boone Jenner is having a fantastic year, by the way. So externally is the answer. That's the big time option. And and thankfully, there's a lot of really, really good wingers out there. Shout out to Carter Verhage, nine goals in the last nine for the Panthers. The by-low window is slamming shut, as you guys know, on the St. Louis Blues. Jordan Cairo, three-game point streak. Arturi Lekkonen's back in the top six, a five-game point streak for him with Colorado. Don't sleep on Michael Bunting with the Leafs, having a lot of success the last couple of games with Austin Matthews and William Nylander. He's got two and two power play point, a game-winning goal. And Jake DeBrusque is another guy I would look at. So thankfully, again, because Line is down for the second time this season, there are some options out there on the waiver wire right now. Nick, everyone's excited to see Jacob Chikorin make his season debut for the Arizona Coyotes on Monday night, the 21st, and probably no more excited than Jacob Chikorin himself because he wants to get himself the heck out of Arizona, has made that very clear. We're all excited to see what kind of trade value he might present, but what kind of value does Jacob Chikorin present to potential fantasy owners if you didn't draft him to start? He really is a unicorn, Frank, and I like to compare it to like Eric Carlson. You think this guy wants out of San Jose? You guys just reference his numbers. I think we want to see the same here from Jacob Chikrin. How bad do you want it, Jacob? So we're going to see him healthy uh, for, you know, projected to be back in the lineup for Arizona next week. And then I think the time is on, the, the clock ticks on a potential trade here out of Arizona. But I think from a fantasy point of view, I think we all want him traded. And it's more so because of Shane Gossespierre, what he's brought to the table early on in this season. I think he's been very, very productive on the back end when it comes to the power play. So that's my concern when Chikrin does come back. Does he eat up some of those? Does he eat up on those power play minutes or not? Um, I think is the big time question when it comes to Chikrin. But all in all, I think a stash and play at the very, very least. I would pick him up, see what he can do. But I'm hoping for a trade here. And maybe you can help out, Frank. Where is this guy going? Yeah, I have no clue. I think teams really want to see what kind of player they end up might be getting because I think teams are curious to see. They're enamored by the contract, of course, but is he the 18-goal guy from a couple years back or is he the guy that's been hurt a lot and had a really underwhelming season last year? So a lot to be determined, and I'm really glad you mentioned Shane Gossespierre as well. He is an under-the-radar asset for the Arizona Coyotes to potentially move, having rejuvenated his career in a big way. Thanks so much to Nick Alberga for some fantasy talk this week. As mentioned, you can catch him on Leafs Morning Take Monday to Friday on the Nation Network YouTube channel. Subscribe if you haven't already, and follow Nick on Twitter. This has been Fantasy Talk delivered by DoorDash. You see the promo codes there at the bottom of your screen. Game Day 25 gets you 25% off and free delivery on your first order with DoorDash. All your favorites and more delivered right to your door. Thanks, Nick. My pleasure. Have a great weekend. All right, Matt, time for our daily face-off inbox question of the day. The New Jersey Devils streak has hit 11 consecutive wins, their second longest in franchise history. But I want to know, when does it end? They've got Ottawa on Saturday, Edmonton on Monday, Toronto on Wednesday, and Buffalo on Black Friday. I'm going to hit you with a hot take here, Frank, and say it ends tomorrow. I think if you're the Devils, you're looking at Edmonton, Toronto, you're looking ahead at those exciting teams with superstar power. I think you're overlooking Ottawa potentially. potentially. And I think also, if you're a team on a hot streak, the last thing you want is something that breaks the routine. 
and it's a matinee. It's a 1 p.m. start. So I think that is where things can get a little chaotic. It can break the break the bodily rhythm that you might be in right now if you're the Devils. Ottawa's won two of its past three, and the power play is looking pretty decent in Ottawa. They're second best in the league at drawing penalties as well. So I am calling the Devils to get caught sleeping tomorrow in Ottawa. Okay, so I... I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say that the streak gets to 14. I think they beat Ottawa, Edmonton, and Toronto. And the interesting thing about them is they beat all three of those teams already in this 11-game winning streak. I say they do it a second time. And I think the streak ends on Black Friday, feeling a little full of yourself and maybe a little full from some Thanksgiving turkey after U.S. Thanksgiving on Thursday. And so with a back-to-back coming up in Buffalo at the Washington Capitals, or sorry, at Buffalo versus the Washington Capitals, I'd say it ends on Black Friday. So we'll see. I think it gets to 14, but the Devils have been on an unreal heater. The Devils! One of the great Seinfeld references of all time. Let's get to Tyler Yramchuk with our daily face-off points bet, daily bet segment. Tyler, how did you do last night? Uh, Two and two. It was an even wash for me last night. So uh, not ideal. And speaking of not ideal, There's one game tonight in the NHL on a Friday night. That is brutal. That is embarrassing. Uh, But anyways, I've dug up a bet for it, courtesy of our friends at PointsBet Canada. So let's jump into it. Honestly, I don't like either side of this matchup. LA, Vancouver, it's a pick'em game. Meh. It just doesn't do anything. I don't see any value on either side here. Over-under, nothing there. I don't know who the Kings are going with in net, but they look great defensively against the Oilers. So I don't want to bet either side of the over-under. So I'm going with a shot prop, Frank, and I'm taking Bo Horvat over two and a half shots. It doesn't pay off great, only about minus 170. But this guy's not only hit it recently, he's been crushing it recently. He had eight shots on goal in their last game against the Buffalo Sabres. He's hit this in four or five. And just scrolling through his game logs, you can see a ton of games where he's putting up four, five, six shots on goal. So I like Horvat tonight. Canucks are on home ice. I think he'll go over two and a half at minus 170. And that's it. That is all I have. One bet. Well, I'm going to urge you to not overthink this. Either take the Kings on the money line or Kings on the puck line. They're 7-2-1 and one in their last 10, and they're going up against a Canucks team that struggled for a long time. The Kings have risen to second in the Pacific Division. Tyler, uh, good luck. We'll see how it works out. Thanks for another great week of bets. And that brings us to Matt Larkin for Garbage Time. Matt? You are noticing a change in the karma scale. Are you the karma police? What's going on? I think the karma police have been taking the year off because what goes around is not coming around for the Boston Bruins, a team that made one of the worst unforced errors in recent memory in the NHL with the bungling of the Mitchell Mitchell Miller signing. Uh, But it's not being reflected karmically in the standings. The Bruins are 15-2. and They are the seventh team in NHL history to have 30 or more points after their first 17 games. They are 10-0 at home. If they win one more at home, they're going to tie the NHL record. And if you look at just the hockey side of it, I guess you don't want to punish the players karmically because they were pretty publicly opposed to the Mitchell Miller signing. It's been impressive what this team has done. They have 20 different players who have scored a goal on this team already. They have eight players with at least four goals. And I think you have to look at Jim Montgomery as a potential early Jack Adams Award frontrunner. If you consider the injuries this team was supposed to be overcoming or having to overcome, Charlie McAvoy and Brad Marchand. Of course, Jeremy Swayman was down for a little while as well. It hasn't seemed to matter. This team just keeps on winning, and I'm pretty surprised. And I think maybe because of the Miller debacle, we're not really talking about the Bruins on the ice very much. And they've been arguably 
overlooked at 15 and two. I think you hit it on the head. Perhaps the Bruins have been able to maintain their karma because the players rebuked the signing seemingly from the very start. Unfortunately, I just don't think we've heard the end of the Mitchell Miller saga with the Bruins announcing earlier this week that they've launched a full internal investigation to talk about their player vetting process and how they ended up getting to this point. So seemed like when the story was maybe kind of hopefully dying down a little bit that the Bruins brought it right back up to the surface again, perhaps another unforced error. And now we'll see what the results yield, whether there will be any punishment that comes from it from the Bruins organizationally. And keep in mind that they have not come to any sort of conclusion about what happens with Mitchell Miller and the contract and the money that he's owed from the Boston Bruins. So there could be a fight on that end as well. So perhaps we haven't heard the last of Mitchell Miller just yet. Great job by you on not just Garbage Time, but the entire Daily Faceoff live show today. Thanks to Matt. Thanks to Nick Alberga, Tyler Remchuk, and our head of production, Alex Lard. That'll do it for today's show. You know where to find us, 12 noon Eastern. We'll be back on Monday, a fresh week of shows as we head into U.S. Thanksgiving, the all-important inflection point for NHL teams. Until then, keep it locked on dailyfaceoff.com for all the latest news, insight, and analysis from around the NHL. Matt, have yourself a great weekend, and we will talk to everyone on Monday. Enjoy the games. Have a great weekend. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, hockey fans, listen up, because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Face-Off Playoff Parlay Challenge, and let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? 
but there's more. You gotta decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount, and that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's gonna find the back of the net first, and you're gonna wanna be careful, because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you gotta predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear, and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.